Good morning, everybody. Psalm Daf Lamed Pichal Zaris and Daf Chavtes. The Gemara and Daf Chavtes and Rav brought down two explanations of Achar Yaakov and Rav explaining who exactly is the Tan of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah that said the Chametz of a Jew is Aser Bana after Pesach. The Chametz of a non-Jew is is Mutar Bana after Pesach. The Gemara brought down two explanations to the Tan of our Mishnah. And the Gemara brought down to prove that Rav Achar Yaakov was Chazer from his Chiddush. Rav Achar Yaakov had a Chiddush of Yehuda held that the Chametz of a non-Jew is Mutar even on Pesach itself. The Gemara brought down that Rav Achar Yaakov was Chazer. Then the Gemara on the base started the discussion. Of when exactly if Chametz falls into Taruvitz on Pesach, when is a bottle, when is not a bottle, we saw as Machaikitz between Rav and Reb Yoichanan. Today, by the Shem, we're going to continue that discussion when exactly Chametz is bottle. The Gemara on the Amad Aleph is going to discuss what is Allah with pots. Chametz like pots, are you allowed to use them on Pesach, allowed to cash them? The Gemara is going to discuss, we're going to see that as Machaikitz, and the Gemara on the base is going to teach us some very important fundamental yesidus in regards to Hagalas Kalim, what type of Kalim you're allowed to be, what, what type of Kalim you're allowed to kasher, how you're allowed to kasher Kalim. This is quite an important death. Halach Lamaisa for the Stigav Hagalas Kalim when you're allowed to kasher Kalim. So let's see that Gemara. We are on the top of Daf, Lamad Amadal. Says the Hilgi Gemara, Amar Rava Hilchasa Chametz Bismanoi, Bain Biminoi, Bain Shaloi Biminoi, Osir Bimashu Kirav. Rava says the Allah is in this that we paskin, that Chametz Bismanoi, Chametz on Pesach itself, whether it falls into its own men, whether it falls into Shaloi Bimina again, it's a big machaikis in the Paiskin, Ramah Shach, Halach Lamaisa. When we talk about Mina and Shaloi Bimina, does that mean Lach Biyavish? Does that mean something which has a similar tam? It's a big machaikis. But either way, so if you have Chametz which falls into something which is either Mina or even Shaloi Bimina, the Allah is on Pesach itself, it's Osir Bimashu, even a tiny bit Osirs. The entire mixture, that's like the opinion of Rav. And we also pass in Shalabit Zmanai, Bain Mimid, Bain Shalabit Mimutter Kribishim. And we also pass in that if Chametz falls into something Shalabit Zmanai after Pesach, Talach is. Whether it fell into something which is meaning, whether it fell into something which is Shalabit Zmanai after Pesach, is Mutter like the opinion of Shimon. And Shimon holds that Chametz itself is Mutter Bana after Pesach. As the Gemara I, we said before, that even though Shimon holds that technically Chametz is Mutter after Pesach, Mutter Bana, but Shimon said we gave you a Knas, that Rabbani made a Knas that the Chametz should be asked right now. As the Gemara, we are Rabbani, 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 the Chametz is mutter b'tarubis. From Rav Rav said, Rav Shimon knasa kanas halva Rav Abay Rav Abay matzah. Ask the Gemara we saw before. Rav Shimon made a knas that Chametz after Pesach is asher because you're over this Rav Abay Rav Abay matzah. Answers the Gemara. Hanimili beina avali deterubis like this that Rav Abay made it sir that of Chametz after Pesach. That's only when it's its original state. Avali deterubis like however if it's in a mixture then the Rav Abay said it's mutter to have a nut. Was Rav Tamei Rav only she tossed it that Rav passed like the opinion of Rav Shimon. The Chametz is mutter b'an after Pesach. Tam Rava kavinam be Rav Nachman. Kavi Nafki Shiva Yem de Pesach knows after Pesach after the seventh day of Pesach. Armelon Rachmi to tell us who gives a vino chamir de go and buy the Chametz of an Anju because the Lach is that it is mutter b'ana after Pesach. So again, you see that Rabbi Paskin, like the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, the Chametz is mutter b'ana after Pesach. Says the Helgi Gemara Vayter Amar Raf Kederis the Pesach Yishav. The Lach is the pots Chametz take a pots on Pesach. The Lach is you have to break them. And again, the Gemara is going to clarify. We're talking about. Pots which are made out of klicharet. We're talking about pots of earthenware, and therefore there's no way to kasher them. So since there's no way to kasher them, Rav says you have to destroy them because they're going to be usher by now. Rashi explains that Rav holds of three chumras. Take a look at Rashi. Um, Rav Kedir says Rashi. Rav Tamidamar three chumras. Chametz afla achesmani usher by now. Kriv Yehuda. First of all, he held like the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda that chametz is usher by now even after Pesach. Vislei b'mashu. Then second of all, the halachas that he held that it's aser chametz is aser mashu, and therefore wouldn't help if it was in a taruvis and it was also nice in time because the halachas is aser even a tiny bit. Vikasavar. And the third, the third chiddush is nice in time. The gam aser. There's a very important halacha in regards to bittel taruvis that in general we say that after 24 hours, even though there was time in a pot, so you have something which is aser fell into a pot and it got absorbed into the walls of the pot. So now there's time of iser in the pot. We, in general, we assume that nice and time of gam also that after nice and time of gam. I'm sorry that after 24 hours, the time that went into the pot is now pogum. It's disgusting, and now it loses its original time, and therefore it's permissible. So therefore, technically, 
24 hours after the time fell into the pot, you mutter, however, Rav holds that no, we say, nice and time of Kham is Asr. And therefore, because of these three Chumras, Rav held that the, a pot which had Chumras, a Chumras took a pot, which was earthenware, that Lach is, that you have to get rid of it. Because after Pesach, if it, you cook it now, it's going to go into any type of mixture and it's going to Asr that mixture. So therefore, it's Asr. And the Rishayim explained that I, we see over here that even though technically there's nothing wrong with keeping this pot, because there's no Isr in this pot, however, since if you use this pot to cook anything, that the items are going to be Asr, the Rabbana were afraid that you should have the pot around. And that's why Rav said you have to break it, you have to get rid of the cleat. Says the Gemara. Why do you have to get rid of the keli? Asks the Gemara, but even according to Rav, why don't you leave it till after Pesach? And after Pesach, cook it with food which is shalei b'minah. Then even according to Rav, it would be bottle. And she's the Gemara gizer to ask the mevud b'minah because we're gizer, we're afraid the person's going to cook with minah, and then it would ask her even mashu. That's what Rav said. You have to get rid of the pot. Shmuel Amar Shmuel said, "Lo yishar with the lachas, you don't have to break the pot." You leave these chametzik pots till after Pesach. And the Allah is, you could cook it, because again, this is Shmuel Shitasi that held that chametz lacher Pesach is not about Shmuel told people who are selling pots and pans, make sure not to raise the price of your pots and pans too much because the people were taking advantage, advantage because they recognize that, and at least we'll see one second, that in the cities of Rav, they, everybody would throw away their pots before Pesach, and after Pesach, they have to buy new pots. So the seller were marking up the prices. So Shmuel said, do not mark up the price because if you mark up the price, because if you start marking up the price, I'm going to tell everybody that really we pass like the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that they don't have to buy new pots and therefore nobody's going to buy new pots after Pesach. Ask the Gemara, okay, if you're telling me Shmuel really held like the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that the Allah is that technically Chumitz is not around after Pesach so really they didn't have to buy new pots after Pesach so why didn't Shmuel just tell everybody that they don't have to buy new pots? Why did Shmuel just tell the sellers this? Why didn't you tell everybody you don't have to buy new pots? And says the Gemara asked the Rabbi because it was the city of Rav, and therefore since it was, it was in the city of Rav, Shmuel didn't want to paskin and befarish connected Rav, and that's why he just went to the sellers and told them that technically we really paskin like Rav Shimon, and therefore if he, they keep on doing this and keep on marking up the price. He's going to tell Rav that is like Rav Shimon. The Meirin is safer in, in Hakdamah to Maganavis as well in the safer itself. The Meirin explains that we see clear from this Gemara this important idea that in the minute in a, in a town where there's a Rav and everybody follows the minute of the Rav, the Allah is another Rav is not allowed to come in and paskin shleik and that Rav, and that's why he says that Shmuel was really just threatening the sellers, but. Really Really, he wasn't going to do this. He wasn't go. He wasn't going to go against the rub of the town. Says the Halakhic Gemara Now the Gemara is going to discuss a very interesting halacha that the Rabbanon asked a person to make either fleshik bread or milchik bread because since bread is a staple of a meal and people eat bread side with milchik meal side with fleshik meal, we're concerned if a person makes his bread fleshik or milchik, we're afraid he's going to eat it with the other type of food and he's going to end up eating what's the So Rabbanon said you're not allowed to make bread which is either fleshik or milchik. So says the Gemara. Let's say you had an oven which you cooked in fat. You 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 spread fat around the inside of the oven. Rava Bar Eli said you're never allowed to cook bread in that oven, and you're not even you're not allowed to even eat that bread with salt. Meaning the Rishayim just say that like, that's generally what they used to eat their bread with. However, you're not the idea is you're not allowed to eat that bread at all. Because we're afraid a person's going to eat it with a milchik dip, with this dip which is made out of had some milchiks inside, and therefore the Rabbanon said you're never allowed to eat this fleshik bread. Says the Gemara Meisve. Ask the Gemara, is that true that there's no solution in this case? If you have a fleshik oven, there's no solution that you'll be able to eat this bread. Meisve. You're not allowed to mix milk into the dough that you're making the bread with. If you mix it into the bread, the entire bread is also because of hair. We're afraid a person going to eat the bread with a fleshic milk. You're not allowed to smear the inside of the oven with fat. 
And if you do, the, all the bread that you cook inside is asr because it's fleshic bread. Ad says the bread are important, important alacha. Until you burn out the oven. If you heat up the oven and you clean out the entire oven, then it's not a problem. Ad says, It sounds like if you would heat up the oven and now you cash the oven, alacha is being mutter. This is a disproof of Rabbi Barilai that in Echanami, if you would clean out the oven, if you'd cook out the oven, you'd burn it out, then the halacha is, would be mutter to cook the fleshic bread inside. Again, we'll see more about this halacha Hashem later on this Masechta. So we'll talk more about it then. Halacha Maisa, there is definitely very, very practical Negea halacha Maisa, how we cook certain things, which are milchig, how we cook certain types of breads. If there's a hacker, then it could be that helps. We'll see more about that Bez Hashem later on. Says Zigmar Baita. After we disproved Rava Barilei, and we said that the halachas you can't technically cash the oven by cooking it inside. Amai Kamarav Kedirus Pesachi Shavu. Why did Rav say the halachas you have to break these pots? Why don't you just cash them with Liban? Why don't you just heat them up, heat up the pots, and then be mutter to use the pot that you would be able to cash and not be mutter to use after Pesach? Amalei Sebaktim. There's a difference. Over there, we're talking about an oven which is made out of metal. Oven, oven which is made out of metal, you can cash it. Here, we're talking about a pot which is made out of cheres, made out of pottery, and therefore you can't cash it. Even though say more suggesting more hava hava Really, we're both talking about shalcheres. We're talking about both the oven and the, the pot. Was the Kedera was made out of pottery. So why did we say that the oven could be kashered, but the clay cannot be kashered? Since the oven in general, the fire is inside, the is that we're not concerned if you cook, if you heat it up, we're not concerned that a person is not going to heat it up in the regular fashion, heat it up properly, because since he always heats it up regularly, therefore, the halachas we're not afraid and he's going to do libra in the proper way. However, since the pot generally, you don't put stuff inside, you don't put coals inside of it, you don't heat it up to a very high temperature, so therefore we're afraid that a person is not going to do libra properly because he's afraid that if he does libra, and if he puts coals inside and heats it up, and that's really the way to do Liban, the pot itself is going to crack. So that's what Rabban said. You're not allowed to do Liban on the Klichar. Okay, so you told me that since you do Asak on the outside, so therefore it's not considered a good Liban. So why don't you just put the coals inside? Why don't you heat up the pot inside itself? And that would be a good Liban. That would be a good way to cash the pot, and you should be allowed to use it. And so the Gemara, like we just explained, the person's afraid that the pot is going to crack, it's going to get ruined, and that's why we're afraid the person's not going to do Liban properly. The Rishayim discussed over here. Okay, so so technically, you're telling me that Rabbanu we're afraid a person's not going to do Liban properly. But let's say Taka does Liban. He puts the coals inside, takes a blowtorch, puts inside the Gucharis. Does it work? But the other not. Machlek is in Mishnah over here. It says the Gemara, Helka, Chai Buchia, Hesikim, Mabuchot, Tuva, These tiles, you have these, these Kalim, these tiles, which are made of Pari. The Allah is that if you put coals on the outside and you try to do Liban that way, it doesn't work. The Maya Gurmi, Shabbatam, however, if you fill it up on the inside, if you do, if you do Hasaka from the inside, because you're not afraid, in this case, you're not afraid it's going to crack, then Allah is, it works. That is a proper Liban, and now it is kosher. Now it is kosher to you. Says the Gemara. Now we're going to discuss different kalim, whether you're allowed to cash them for Pesach or not. Says the Gemara, Ravina asked Ravashi, the knives that I use during the year, how can I cash them so I can use them on Pesach? He responded, I use new knives on Pesach, meaning I just buy new knives for Pesach. At least that's what he understood he was saying. So you, Ravashi, you are wealthy enough, you can buy new utensils for Pesach. Well, we aren't necessarily wealthy enough to buy you new utensils for Pesach. So what should we do? How can we kasher our Caleb? Amrlay said back to him, No, no, Kain Khatakamina. When I said I buy new Kalim, I didn't I didn't mean that I actually buy the new Kalim. I meant that I kasha the Kalim and I kasha the Kalim is that they're we look at we view it, we view the Kalim as if they're new. And he explained, This I do. Katino Batina, I cover the handle with clay so it doesn't get ruined, the Parzlio Benura, and I put the blade in a fire, because that's the way to do Liban. Bahadar Marlino Likataiburaskan. And then I put the handle in hot water. That's the way to do Hagal. Again, two ways to do kasha things. There's a way to do Liban. Liban is just putting it in contact with direct heat, and Hagal is the way that you boil the 
water and you put the items inside. So the blade, he put it into the actual fire and the handle he put in the boiling hot water. Again, big discussion with Shen over here, why exactly Lieben works over here by a knife. We'll have to see more about this. Hashem, when exactly Lieben works, when exactly you have to do Nitza by a knife, you have to stick into the ground. Big discussion in the Rishayim, three different Hachim over here to explain why over here specifically the, uh, the Lieben would work. So says the Gemara, Really, both the blade itself and the handle could be used in hot, really could just use in hot water. But Klirishan, Hagala would work. You could put in a Klirishan, boiling hot water, and that would kasher the knife. This mixing spoon that they used to use during the year, they wanted to kasher, Magile Bereshan, you're allowed to heat it up in hot water, you're allowed to do Hagala, but Klirishan, as long as it's in a Klirishan. He held it, the Svar, very important Svar in the Dinam of Hagala. In the dinam of how to kasher kalim, the general assumption is is that kibayle kachpaltu, which means that the way the item absorbed, the way that the utensil absorbed the iser, that's how to kasher. Meaning that let's say you cook something in a pot with hot water. Let's say you cook the soup, and now that soup got absorbed. There's something iser in the soup. So now the pot itself absorbed the iser through liquid. So therefore, the way to kasher is to do agal something which absorbed something which absorbed the dvar iser through direct heat without liquid. And the assumption is you have to do liban, you have to kasher using direct heat. That's the general assumption. The halacha of how exactly does the how exactly does Hagala work? How does Kashmir work? Do we assume that the Hagala, that the boiling heat water purges the flavor, purges all the time out of the out of the walls itself? Does it get rid of the time? Or do we say no? It doesn't take it out, but rather it makes it that the time itself, as if it's if it's bottle, the time loses its time iser. That's a machikis mishanware with a few nafkaminas alakalamaisa. Says the Hilgigmar writer. They asked Amemar Hanimani de Kunya. These kalim, which are glazed pottery, you have these utensils, which the inside of the kli, the actual kli, is made out of pottery, which the assumption is that you can't kasher it. But now there's a glaze on the outside. The glaze on the outside is made out of, is made out of metal. So the question is, can you kasher or not? Do we go back to the glaze, the outer surface, and that you can't kasher? We say no, since the inside is made out of pottery, cannot kasher. It says more, Malish, Tumshim, Pesach, can you use it on Pesach or not? Is there a way to kasher or not? It says more, Yuruka, like the green type of, the green type of glaze, the assumption is that, of course, that's utter because we know for sure that that absorbs, that's going to go through. The shayla is if the glaze is of these different types of colors, black and red, then maybe it's a better type of glaze. So do we assume that it stops the liquids from going into to the klicher? So we say no, it still goes into klicher. If the seal, if the outer surface has cracks, then of course it's partial. In that case, of course it's utter. The question is if it's a very smooth glaze, do we say that it prevents the liquid from going inside? We see clearly that these utensils absorb moisture, and therefore Al we see clearly that it's absorbing less syria, and therefore it's and the terror was made that there's no way to get the time out of the klichars. Says what's the difference of the assumption is that we said that these kalim, these glazed kalim are permitted to use, and there's a way to kasha them. It says, maybe you'll tell me maybe you'll tell me that the reason why by Yainasak we say it's permitted to just kasha them. And my chametz, it's also to kashers because chametz is a deraisa versus the yainasach, which is nisra abanan. But called to take the rabbanan. Okay, the deraisa taken. However, the general assumption is that the way the rabbanan set up their dinim, the way the rabbanan set up their alachas is just like the dinim deraisa. So therefore, if it's also deraisa, so too the rabbanan would say that should be also as well. So I'm said back, and this is the difference. Zeh tashmisha de chamin, vezeh tashmisha de tain. A very important distinction, which in the gei alach very practical as well. That something which was used with hot 
hot water, which in regards to chametz, the assumption is that it was used for hot utensils, hot liquids. So there, the assumption, the halach is that when we have hot liquids, the utensil absorbs the top. However, when something is used with a cold liquid, the general assumption is, unless we're talking about davar we're talking about something which is sharp, or we're talking about kavish kumavushal, was there for a long period of time. The assumption is that some items which are cold do not give off time; they do not, they do not enter the walls of the kli, and therefore the halach is that's why it is permitted. This is very nagia First of all, what is the status of a glass camel? a big machikis and rishayim. This is the status of klicharis. This is the status of klimatchis. Definitely a big, definitely a big machikis. So it is nagia when your person, let's say, goes to a hotel and he wants to use the glass kale. The halacha is that he's allowed to use it for cold liquids because the assumption is that it's not going to absorb tam. Only b'darcharai, not b'darchvias. Definitely important halacha l'maisa when we apply different halachas. When we apply, when we when we can figure out that something absorbed tam, didn't absorb tam. Definitely a big so says the Gemara Vaiter, Amar Rava Bar Abba Amar Amar Khibar Ash Amar Shmo Kala Kemish and Ishtamish Bahamin Bitsain in Mishtamish Ben Mats Allah is that any clay which you used Khamit cold, meaning the Khamit is cold, Allah is you're allowed to use matzah because again, like we just explained that if the how the clay was just used with cold food, the assumption is that no tam, no flavor went into the sides of the clay, and therefore there's no issue with using with, with using this clay on Pesach. However, except for a kli which held yeast, this beitzar, which is the sourdough, because that kasha, the chametz is very strong, and therefore we assume that the flavor can go into the side of the kli, and therefore it's also used on pesach. The assumption is that these beitzareses, which was this utensil that the wives used to make there. They used to have vinegar inside of this keli. So since it has this very strong vinegar, a very strong flavor, the assumption is that we assume that it's a very strong flavor of chametz. And therefore, again, it's also used on Pesach. Amarava, Hani, Agni, Dim, Chuzah, these kneading bowls that the woman used to use for their chametz. For their since the woman used a mix chametz in it frequently, and they sometimes leave the dough inside. We assume that is the same status as Beisar, the same status as where they use yeast inside and therefore the assumption is you're not using a pizza because the chametz is very strong and we assume it gives off the tam to the kli that's it's the same Allah if they leave it inside for a long time then as a status of sourdough the status of yeast and it's not since it's a wide open space it's a large bowl so I think since the ear gets inside it loses its potency and it does not go into the sides of the kli Kamash v'lay bali does not absorb kamash mon the chadishes I know it still absorbs and therefore you're not using a pesach unless you kasher quick chazar we saw today the gemara on the amaral brought down the final halacha that we said that halacha is chametz bismanai ben mid ben shleimin is aser mashu and after pesach we pass like rabbi shimon that's not us. the gemara said I according to rabbi shimon is the isra rabban the gemara answered that's only when it's ben when it's teruvus it is permitted then we saw that that shmuel brought down. That he he told the people who sell the kale that they should not hike up their prices because if they do, he's going to tell everybody that really possibly like Rabbi Shimon that they don't have to buy a new kale. They were asked, I, if you held that way, why don't you just tell them that the terror says because really it was the place of Rav, it was Asad Rav, and therefore you don't want to go against Rav Bifersh. Then we saw the Gemara on the base brought down different halachas when you're allowed to kasher your kale and when you're allowed to use Liban, when you're allowed to use Hagoa, and when we assume that the Kli got the Tam, and when we assume that the Kli did not get the Tam, the Gemara was Machalik, if you use the Kli for only cold, and we assume that the Kli did not get any Tam, and you're allowed to use on Pesach. If the Kli was used for hot items of Chametz, then the Lachas, unless you kasher the Kli, it is Asr to use because we assume the Tam went inside the, the sides of the wall. Have a wonderful day.